What's up, guys? Welcome in to this edition of the Brews on the Balcony podcast. We are recording from the St. Louis, Missouri studios and from the TAP Sports Studios. Nick Yale, TJ Weber, for another great week of uh, of greatness. Of podcast magic, TJ. That's what we call it. Podcast magic here on a happy Father's Day that we are recording. Happy Father's Day to all our dads out there. Correct. My dad, your dad. This is actually going out the day after, but correct. Yeah. But happy Father's Day to everybody out there. Happy belated Father's Day. If you haven't wished your father a happy Father's Day, I almost said happy birthday. Yeah. Your, all our dads are born on the exact same day. That's a Mike Shannonism. Did you know that? That's a Mike <laughs> that, Shannonism. That is. It really is. is. Happy Mother's Day out there. To all you mothers out there, happy birthday. That, that, is, that was a real line. Yep, that was that was a line. My so, favorite still, Mike Shannonism, Mike Shannonism is uh, the standing room only crowd is settling into their seats. <laughs> classic. Classic. Dude's total classic. Classic. So today, you ever talk to you know a relative or even just a friend? And either, you know, they're being polite, so they say, that, like, you too or the same thing back to you, but you just, you don't really realize it sometimes when you say the wrong thing. Yeah, you it's like I mean? when you're at a restaurant and the waitress says, here's your food, enjoy your meal, and you say, you too. You're like, thanks, you too. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, wait. It happened to me today at the Father's Day party. I walk in, and I'm telling all my uncles and everything and saying, hey, you know, happy Father's Day to you guys. And they go, oh, happy Father's Day to you too. I go, not yet. Yeah, the whole time. Yeah, like, I said nope, it about four times. Nope. They got a kick out of it. But you can say, I can say, you can tell me happy not a Father's Day because, you know, I, currently I, I do not want to be a dad. So there you go. Happy not a Father's Day. You know, it's like Barney Stinson on How I Met Your Mother says, who's not your daddy day or something like that. And they had a whole episode during Father's Day when he would have all the guys dress up in not a Father's Day. Right. And they would take like, what was it, over a, st- a stack of porno magazines, and they would do an oath. Yes. And he goes, I state the name of the fake name you give to women. And the guy goes, I, Johnny Banana. <laughs> you know, so it was pretty cool. And Barney's got thousands in that playbook. Yeah. The thousands, playbook's great. Millions. Great. Great episode, too. Great, great show, by the great way. show. We haven't really talked shows recently. No, I've, I've watched what that What are you probably, watching these days? Um, I don't know, really. I'm actually kind of back and forth. Because usually I'm someone that watches something over and over again, like The Office. Sons of Anarchy. Or Sons of Anarchy. But now I'm trying to find new things, but I've like capped out every new show I want to see. So I'm waiting for the new season of Ozark. I'm waiting for a new When's season. When's that come out? Oh, I have no idea. I don't know if you even know if it's announced yet. Huh. I think it should be. But then Stranger Things is supposed to come out this Halloween. So I'm excited for that. That's months away, And though. then I finished Riverdale Season 2. That Great new season show. on TV is not even going to come out for a bit. So... I have not finished 13 Reasons Why. Finished season one, season two. Kind of slow for me. It's a little yeah. different. So I'm uh, I'm deciding whether to stop that and finish it later or just kind of fight through it. Because it was a good show. I've Very been, good show I've for a season. I've been kind of bouncing around between a couple different shows. Mm-hmm. I like to have something that I can just play in the background if I'm like cleaning the room or cleaning the house. or. That's everybody's got go-tos like that. Yeah, and so I have Parks and Rec for that, which I have already seen. Mm. But I, that's a show I don't really have to pay attention to. And now I want a show that I can sit down and actually watch and have to pay attention to. So if you know of a good show out there, I, I like Riverdale, Friends, I'm trying to think of something else I watched recently. Yeah. Friends, uh, every, some, people have seen Friends. I, you know. I like a wide variety of shows, so it doesn't really matter what the show is, but let us know, 314-877-8597. Tweet us at Balcony Bruce Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Mm-hmm. can't tweet at us on Instagram. Yeah. You can follow us on Instagram, though. You can tweet at us on Twitter. You can follow us on Facebook as well. So if you have a good show that you would like to recommend, let us know because I'm looking for a new show to watch. Right. Netflix and Hulu are my two go-tos, but I'm open to – try another HBO Go or Showtime as well if I need to need to spend the money. And you may be listening out there on, on one of our 
mediums, whether it's iTunes, whether it's SoundCloud, but you know there's a lot more out there. Stitcher, Google Play, uh, you have a lot to listen to. So if it's easier for you to go, oh, hey, I didn't know they were on Stitcher, check us out. We're all over Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes, TuneIn, and uh, also SoundCloud. So you can always go there, subscribe, hit the subscribe button, give us a feed, some feedback, good or bad. We want them all. We want to know what you want to hear. We're the show of the people. I only want to hear good feedback and bad <laughs> feedback about TJ. Okay. Not good feedback about TJ, good feedback about myself. Now, why do you think they're going to have feedback bad, on me, bad, bad feedback, feedback on me on first? TJ. I don't know. You just think I'm the one, I'm the bad part of the show. I just bring the ratings down. Because your show, show is so stagnant that you had to bring me in to okay. boost the ratings. Are you ever going to get over that? Probably it's, not. It's, probably no. not. No, I guess it, not. It's a funny. It's a good shtick. Yeah. Well, you don't announce shticks to the audience, though. That's the thing that goes. So it's a good shtick. So Nick is always going to hate me for having my own show yeah, name before exactly. he was even here. Okay. People well, can rip You're on right, me Nick. For I should have called the Nick Yale show, and it was just me. You're, you're right. I'm the selfish one. Sorry. It's time for top topics. So we have mainly some golf talk today. Brooks Kepka gets his second straight back to back U.S. Open Championship. Uh, I got to watch the entire last day uh, today, Father's Day. Had a blast watching the entire thing. Um, back and forth, Patrick Reed was on a tear. He really I'm was... not really a fan of Patrick Reed. Well, nobody is. It was a good fight to the end. Dustin Johnson at the top of that leaderboard as well. Uh, putting some pressure, but Kepka getting the job done. Tommy Fleetwood nearly came in there. Plus two. Big fan of Tommy Fleetwood. Yeah, 63, right? Yeah. Shot today? Mm-hmm. Yeah, finished at uh, two over. Kepka won with uh, one over. It was a good back and forth, though, and honestly, when I first saw it, because I, I mean, I watch a decent amount of golf, the big tournaments, but I don't watch every single tournament, you know, here and there, so when I saw that everybody was above par, I'm like, holy crap, like, what kind of tournament is this? How bad is this course? And The it was greens at, are so hard. It was at Shinnecock, which is near New York. New York, that's what I thought, and they said the greens were unbelievably fast. There was yep. a bunch of golfers complaining, uh, and apparently they went out Saturday night and, like, soaked the entire course to make really? it slower. That's what I've been hearing. They like really they just doused it with water everywhere. Not even just the greens, like the fairways too. Everything. Mainly the greens though. Well and one of the cooler stories that happened at Shinnecock this weekend was local boy Chris Nagel, who nearly gave up golf a month ago, had been playing very poorly, and then in a qualifier he had been I think it was three back on seventeen with with three back with two holes to play. Eagled on 17, birdied on 18, and then in the playoff hole, birdied to qualify for the U.S. Open. So he was out there. He actually made the cut. Not he's. I think he's on the Web.com tour, so not even on the on the PGA tour. Mm-hmm. He made the cut. You know who missed the cut? Who? Tiger Woods, Rory McIlroy, Jason Day, Jordan Spieth, Jordan Spieth. Big names. A lot of big names missed the cut, and and this this guy, Chris Nagel, only 750 Twitter followers. Makes the cut and is uh, playing there on Saturday and Sunday at the U.S. Open. Good story. He, I think he finished like tied 46, tied 56 at like 17 over, I believe. Um, so, but it was still a cool story to see. Oh yeah, a guy from St. Louis get out there playing in a in a big time tournament like that. And to beat names like Tiger, Rory, right, and yeah. Spieth, I mean that's big. I mean that's that's it's pretty story cool you can to tell see your that. kids. Three three golfers that if you said all three would not make the cut. I mean, those odds in Vegas would have been crazy. Oh, yeah, to say for that sure. Spieth, Rory, and Tiger, not one of them will make the cut. They said, you're out of your mind. You're high. And it's true, though. St. Louis kid makes it all the way to day, is it day two? They make it to day well, three. Day three, four, day three and day four. Day two is the cut, right? The cut, the cut yeah. It was, at, uh, it was at eight over, and he was six over, I think, on Friday. So, yeah, pretty cool to see. And then the other big story from the U.S. Open Phil Mickelson. Oh my God! Who did you did you watch that yesterday? Not live, but I saw it on Twitter. 
I bonehead move. I don't know if it was hole nine. I'm not sure which hole it was on. Anyways, he had a terrible, terrible uh, hole of golf. Put there. up a ten spot. Yeah, put up a ten spot, and he was on the green, hitting a putt going downhill, and he missed missed the cup, and it's rolling down the hill. And instead of letting it roll all the way into the grass, into the fringe area of the green where he says he would have had a worse lie. He just wanted to get the hole over with. He runs around his lie as the ball is rolling down the down the green, and he hits it back up towards the cup, which is a two-stroke penalty on in, in the USGA rule book. And instead of letting the ball roll down to the edge of the green and taking your next shot like a man, he decides to hit the ball back closer to the hole and then he marks it and then how we was mar- that? then he marks his ball and then he puts out and he got ripped for this all over ripped. all over the media joe buck, joe buck was fans. speechless when it happened yeah and then the media you know chastised him after the round badgering him with questions so my question is do you think this is a bush league move or do you think him knowing the rule book to take the two-stroke penalty when he thought he might three putt from where it was going to roll And that to. was his explanation. Yeah. That's what yeah. he said happened. But Take the two strokes. I mean, in my opinion, I, I don't really know because I'm not, you In know, the game of golf, that is so... Hated. Based. The fact that you go against the rules, you know what well, I'm saying? Well, yeah, yeah. The game of golf is... is you respect it. You yes. Know, you respect the game of golf. Of any sport. I mean, a lot of sports are like that, but right. golf, especially. golf especially. The etiquette, the, the, the clothing the etiquette. you wear, that's, that's everything. The, that's the word I'm looking for, the etiquette. Yeah. The golf etiquette. Is it Bush League to do what he did? I don't think it's that bad. I mean, should he have done it, like, you know, with the, the social media era, with all the videos and stuff coming out? Because, I mean, maybe he doesn't care about people saying that his career's tarnished. With I think that's a little too steep. That's I don't think, way too that, steep. That's really dumb to say that, oh, his, Your car- career his is Hall of Fame career is tarnished because really? of one thing. Really? I, I, don't, I don't agree with that. Shut but up. a guy like Phil, who's been in the, in the on the tour for a long time, been successful, master champion, multiple major champion, you gotta let that ball roll. I mean, let, let's let's kind of take the frustration out of the way. We know you're upset. I rather would see him throw a club or something than do that. It was just, you know, it was odd. But I don't think it's to the level that okay, he's now a tarnished guy that's gonna ruin his career. And my dad mentioned that you know we were talking about this and how much of a bonehead move it was, which was true at the time. But then he mentioned something about people saying, "Oh, this is gonna make him in the same light as John Daly." John Daly's right. been chastised for things. I'm like, he does well, one thing bad, and now all of a sudden he's a, you know, a guy that doesn't follow etiquette. That's just that's bullshit. I think what was more off-putting for fans in the media was the fact how he treated it afterwards. He put it out and then was laughing about it. Yeah, and, and so, then he marked the. It was so yeah, weird. Like he yeah. tried to play it off as nothing. I, I, I get if you're frustrated. But to put out and then be like chuckling about it like it's a big joke, and then yeah. and then saying to the media afterwards, at a major of all things, like, you know what I mean? Saying basically saying, if you're mad at me, well that's not like that's not my fault. Like I, I don't, don't I don't care essentially. Yeah. Kind of I mean kind of spitting on the whole yeah, thing. Yeah. I get it. But is it going to tarnish his entire career? No, no way. And and for the writers that were like, oh, he should do a public apology, and then withdraw from the tournament. Oh, c- come on. No, it, that, that's dumb. Like, they're just looking for clickbait. And unfortunately, they're looking for a headline. All like, the social media trolls are going to have more ammo on him, but honestly, you shouldn't yeah. care because you're going to get hated anyway. They're just looking for retweets and, and you know, like I said, using using it as a headline for those writers that, like, that. that's the headline that I saw. Like, Mickelson yeah. should, one, apologize, two, withdraw from U.S. That, Open. That's, that's, that's too much. But the Stop. funny thing, when I saw people making jokes about how it was like, oh, 
it says when you're four years old and you miss the putt at mini golf and you want to keep like yeah. the ball going. That was pretty funny because that's exactly what it reminded me of. Because everybody's done that in mini golf. Yeah, use I still old, respect Phil. Who cares? Use the old shoe wedge. Yeah, and so that's Phil Mickelson. Well, bonehead, bonehead move, but yeah. he'll move past it. His career's over. He's a pro. Uh, last thing I have, um, or I should say, we have one more thing, real quick. Just I want to hear your thoughts on it because I haven't looked too much into it. Michael Porter Jr. NBA draft coming up this week, this Thursday, Nick. An opportunity we've heard to go number two to the Kings. To the Kings, but he's canceled pro days. He has not. He did not do a pro day. He did participate in the combine, correct? So, will where will this put him? You think without having a pro day, and also, you know, all the injuries happening. The time in Mizzou wasn't exactly what he wanted. Even a couple games, he got a chance in the NCAA tournament and in the SEC tournament. What are your thoughts on the small sample size he showed? And where his draft stock is. He's still a top 10 player in my book. Mm-hmm. He's the best but, player I've ever watched in person. But where will he go? Where do you think he'll get drafted? Top 10. I think seven or eight. Okay. Seven of the Bulls looks is what everybody has been talking about. I think he could fall from there if the Bulls elect to go in a different direction. It, you never know, though. It's, it's so hard with drafts because no team is going to reveal their hand as to who they're interested in other than who they've worked out. Right. That's really the only knowledge you have about where a team, you know, are they where they're going to draft a certain guy. And you'll as the chips fall, one through five, we'll determine, you know, six through ten and, and so on and so forth. Yep. So, I mean, the Kings say they have legitimate interest in him at two, but I think ultimately he goes further down between 7 and 10 in that range, whether that's, that's to fair. the Bulls. That's still I, a great I don't pick. Know. He's, I mean, yes, he's been injured. Yes, it was a small sample size. Injuries are tough. You, you look at, uh I'm trying to think who it was, Markel Fultz, who was drafted first overall, and then Jason Tatum ultimately was, or Donovan Mitchell, both those guys had better rookie seasons mm. than Fultz did because of Fultz's injury. Right. They had to kind of relearn how to shoot. So you are you in a similar situation with Michael with the hip and the back surgery going on? I, I I don't know, but I would still, you know, I would still draft him if no, it were me because if he's there, his ceiling is probably the highest of anybody else in this draft. Mm-hmm. Just from the sheer fact that you didn't really get to see him play in college at all, but you saw what he kind of numbers he put up in high school, and a fully healthy Michael Porter Jr. add some weight on there could be one of the best shooters in the league I agree with that as a wing I think it'll be interesting to see where he goes because because of the fact that he has had his injuries and everything like that um I've heard a theory that said and this is just total fan theory I saw on Twitter I actually I think I just heard it either on the radio or I saw it on Twitter I don't remember but anyway someone was saying what if he has already had talks with a team and he's like set on being there but he's trying to like cancel his pro day to make it look unprofessional type thing so another team's get impressed by him. I think it's BS too, but they that. mentioned the Bulls. Chicago's been the talk the entire time. Yeah. He was in Chicago for an extended period of time. Uh, this so far this summer, he was living up there for a little bit. So I mean, we'll see if he ends up going. I don't there. think that, I don't he, think he spent, would he's, he's cancel spent, pro day no, for that no, though. That's no. yeah. He'll go wherever, whatever team picks him. He's going to get paid and and he's going to play well. Hopefully in the league and the injuries hopefully won't sideline them too much into the NBA like they did in college. 314-877-8597. Voicemail inbox. Give us your thoughts on Michael Porter Jr. and where you think his landing spot 
will be this Thursday in the NBA draft. Nick, now that it's summer, Sonic has released a pickle juice slush. Now, nasty. Are you a pickle guy? Like, do you like? Can you eat them out of the jar? No, I like fried pickles. So okay. See, I can eat pickles out of the jar. Like That's I can gross. eat kosher pickles out of the jar all day, every day. I get extra pickles with my burger, with my sub, with pretty much anything. It's nasty. It's it's delicious. Nope. I, I'm kind of intrigued by this. What I'm shocked as a big chain like Sonic trying it. You know, I think it'd be like a little oh. place down the street, like a snow cone stand saying, yeah, we'll try pickle juice snow cone. It's like when but now that it's a slushy a national chain, that, that shocks me. It's like when the cicadas were really bad a few summers ago, and I don't remember which ice cream shop did it, but made cicada custard or cicada ice cream. Yeah. And then they had to <laughs> take that away because it was not uh, FDA approved. Really? Shocking. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. Shocking. So that what that's kind of what it reminds me of. I feel Pickles like, are real food, though, Nick. I feel like we're going to be doing a video on this of, soon. Of me trying? We should both try uh, it. Both of us trying it. Yeah. And I'm not looking forward to that. I think it's going to be good because it might not be really tasty, but I, I'd like pickles, so I think I'll, I'll bear it. But I, see, I think you would, like, throw see, up. See, pickles are, like, are sour, and a slushy is sweet. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to figure out how is that going to cross over because you can't cross over sweet and sour. Right. So you think we should try this then back and forth and see? Yeah, I think it would make for great video content. Okay, I'm in. I think I'll like it, and I might be the weirdo that actually gets it during the summer, like we, on a regular basis. We all also have to try me trying coffee and tea for the first time. We could make a whole video series out of just trying new drinks. Called Nick Tries. We, we're just good at really getting those Nick, nice Nick segment names. Nick Drinks. Nick Nick Tries. Yeah. Well, we need we need a name for our, our poolside chats. Crack a cold one, I kind of liked. Yeah. My brother didn't like that one, though. Didn't I, like that one. I, I told him, I said, hey, what do you think of this? Maybe crack a cold one is too, like, obvious. Like, oh, they're drinking beer, sweet. Yeah, my Maybe brother, we do something better. My brother said it was too much of a, too much alliteration. So he what said, does he think? What does Zach Yale think? I don't know. He said it needs to be simpler. Simpler. I don't know what that means. All right, we'll come up with a name. We'll, we'll think about it. There's a lot of things we can think about with the poolside stuff, but also the fact that you know, we may keep it during the summer. Or we may keep doing it when it's 32 degrees out. We're definitely Because the hot takes it. never stop. The hot takes are enough to keep our bodies warm. Ain't no party like a hot take party because a hot take party don't stop. If we have to put, if we have to layer up, then so I'll, be it. So be it. That's the way you do it. I'll be out there in a parka. The grind does not stop. So that'll do it for uh, Top Topics, Nick. Top topics. That's one of our main ones. As long as the takes are hot and the beer is cold. That's all that matters. Murica. Hashtag Murica. That's, that, should be the, uh, that should be the slogan. Hashtag America? No, no. As, oh. lo- as long as that, I'm, I'm sure it's been used before. As long as the takes are hot and the beer is cold. I don't know if it. I don't know if it has. It's not bad. Yo, America has ha- definitely been used. I think the slogan "As long as the takes are hot and the beer is cold." Yeah, I like that too. As long as the takes are hot and the beers are cold. From the tapsports.com. and you like wink, ding, and you do a video. No, like we don't that. need a wink. I like the wink. We how don't about, need a wink. How about double guns? No, that's even worse. And then you holster the guns. How about a dab? No. You got to do something like get rid of it, you know what I mean, like to finish off the commercial the right way. Just wave. Just, that's stupid. It's like just wave. Dunder Mifflin, you that commercial at the need, end, they like pan up to, and there's, they're in perfect lines just waving need, at the camera. don't need to do anything extra. I don't know about that. I don't, you got to sign need a, off. I don't think we need a sign off. I think you do need a sign off. You need a dab and then double pistols and then you holster them and then you wink. All three at that's once. That's such a dad move. Let's do it. That's Let's have a contest a to see what the best way to end a video is. You and me both do what we think is right. Okay. And then, so we'll have like, I don't know, we'll cut our own commercial. 
and then we'll sit there and we'll do a fake commercial. We'll play it on the show for audio-wise, but for visual, for the actual back and forth, put it on Twitter, put it on Facebook, on YouTube. And what we'll do is have a vote on who has the best finish to it. And I'll do my double guns, holster, wink, and it'll be the best thing ever. That's such a dad move. That's such a – it's going to work, though. Don't do that. Oh, I'm, I'm, that I'm, I'm curious to see what you do. Sounds disgusting. Hey, Nick, did you uh, see Terry Collins blew up back in 2016? Yeah, at, because uh, I was just – I was just scrolling through Twitter and just said, hey, I'm going to go to the archives and look up managers. No, but for real. Going yeah. on a tirade. So yes, I, I did see it. I knew Terry Collins is not the manager anymore, but... I didn't know that. Well, I cl- I definitely, I'm lying. I, I definitely de- didn't know that either. <laughs> I definitely thought it was from like last week when so, I saw this. Because I was scrolling through Twitter, and yeah, I saw it. I brought it to your attention, actually. Yeah. I was like, oh, hey, did you see the Mets? You know, uh, Noah Syndergaard threw out, the, uh, threw out the batter, and then Terry Collins went out there and went on a tirade. Mm-hmm. Well, and I was curious on what the whole thing was about. Right. You were trying to look at the backstory. You right. actually do research. So, some research about it. So you knew what we were going to talk about on the show. Yes. And Unlike thing, you. Mine was just like, hey, play the audio. And it'll be funny. Let's talk about it. Pretend like it's 2018. But I'm glad we did go into it because it happened in 2016. Terry Collins is no longer the manager. He's not the manager. But has, the MLB. has been the manager for a while. The MLB is not happy with this video being leaked. It's from 2016. So the background, Nick. So Noah Syndergaard threw at Chase Utley, threw behind him, though. It didn't hit him at all. And apparently they said the background for the explosive moment was an incident in the 2015 playoffs when the Dodgers' Chase Utley broke the leg of Mets' Ruben Tejada oh, on a slide into second yeah, base yeah. that many observers, and not just in the New York dugout, thought was dirty. It comes from the Washington Post. So that's where that happened. The tirade was going viral because right. it, everybody's like, why is it going viral back in 2016? Well, the crew chief, Tom Hallian, I think is how you say it, was mic'd up. So we had a back and forth uh ensuing between former manager Terry Collins for the Mets and Tom Hallian, who was the crew chief for that, you know, for that game. Was he? Was this a playoff game that he was mic'd up for? I believe this was... Because usually they mic him up for the playoff games. I didn't think they mic'd him up during the regular season, though. It doesn't say. And I don't remember, honestly. I think it might have been a regular season game. And no, no, it, no, it was playoffs. Sorry. So it says Utley was initially suspended two games, but he appealed. No, they're talking about the playoffs. I'm it, totally wrong. This is a regular season game after the playoffs. Yeah, when Syndergaard, right, right. Correct. The playoffs incident happened with the broken the leg. year before. Yes. and then this was gotcha. Syndergaard trying gotcha. to pay okay. back. So this is what this so let's is. Let's hear it. Let's hear the audio. Terry Collins going right at the crew chief back in 2016. I mean, you can't do that. You're not not in that situation, man. You can't. You can't. You can't. He's talking to Syndergaard right now. That, that ain't going to happen. Play by play. I, 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 know, I know you're going to say that, but that ain't going to happen. I mean, that's, that's the wrong time to do it. That's all. I'm I telling you. It's the wrong time to do anything. It is what it is, but that's, that's that It is what it is. Our, our, our ass is in the jackpot. We don't do something there. Our asses right? are in the jackpot. I want to know what that means. Probably means they already made the call. They can't take it away. Okay, that's the situation of what, what happened and everything else, that's what dictates that. Okay? But there was no Neil, prior knowledge that before Neil, the game started. I mean, Neil, if Terry comes into the dugout Neil, and says, Neil, hey, if somebody gets hit. Here comes Neil, Terry. Neil, we, everybody, everybody knows, Scary Terry. Everybody knows what, what Scary the Terry. situation is. Okay? Nothing to that guy. 
nothing. Okay, that, that I, I can't yeah, control yeah. that, Terry. I can't control that. You know as well as I. Terry, you know where I stand on the whole. Is he trying to cover up his mic? That, but that's but like that's. Something that gets slipped down his shirt. Yeah, Terry, a, listen, I'm telling Terry you, our ass is in the jackpot now. Okay. Our asses okay, are in the jackpot. I guarantee it's because they already made the call. That's what I think it happened. You know what I mean? You're all in. You can't take it back. So there you go. That was the exchange. I think, because I said the same thing you did. What does that mean? Our ass is in the jackpot now. That had something to do with, we already made the call. It's over. Well, 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 no. I don't think it was that because he's like trying to say, like, hey, our asses are in the jackpot. We have to, like, we can't let him throw out a what? batter like that. Well, also that too, but I think the he meant, like, I'm all in. Because, like, we can't take that bet back. It's like in poker. You make a bet, you put it right, out on the yeah, table, yeah, you, you can't, can't bring you it back. Can't un, un, you can't unthrow him out. Unthrow him out. Yeah. So, you know, you can stand so the he, that, that, right, right. he, he might have said that to, like, chill him out. Yeah. I have no idea. I'm I totally don't know. Guessing. I don't know. I just like Terry Collins running up saying, hey, girl, oh, yeah. motherfucking bullshit. Yeah, yeah. He just doesn't care. And I thought it was fair. I mean, I don't think there was any prior warnings from what I saw. I, I saw an argument brewing, and I do agree with it. He wasn't trying to hit him in that situation. If he was, If he wanted to hit him, he would have hit him. He was trying to. He he's tried, trying to scare him a little bit. He, he's trying to throw behind him head. to send yeah. a message. Yeah. yeah, to send a message. Say, hey, like we're coming. Like we're watching you, Utley. Yeah, no, that's fair. Because if he wanted to hit him, they're MLB pitchers. They can locate a pitch, and you can locate it. He's shocked though, because when they're frustrated, you've seen it though. It's not perfect. When they're frustrated, they overthrow. That if you watch the video, that ball was nowhere near Utley. No, it was about two, like a foot in, behind him. Yeah, that was nowhere near. Him. And he wouldn't put much sauce on it. So I, I agree yeah. with that. I agree with the message. But some pitchers, I think he was looking for a warning there. Some pitchers was, trying to overthrow. Yeah, you've seen that happen. So this became now a discussion between you and me off air that we said, man, we got to save this for the show. What are the best tirades, which the main ones we think about are baseball, that we can think of? And one of my favorites that we do have audio from is Earl Weaver, who was mic'd up for a game. God, I don't even know what year this was. Like, long time ago. I mean, back in the 80s. Before we were born. Uh, Baltimore Orioles, former Baltimore Orioles manager, RIP Earl Weaver. One of the best videos I've ever seen of a man of a manager freaking out of the umpire. Uh, here's, let's hear what uh, Earl had to say. Oh, that's bull. Behind a rubber. Oh, bullshit. Bullshit yourself. You're here. Here just to f us. Ah, yeah. Boom. That's good. That's great. And you shout. Ah, you shit. You've been great to get me out of here. Oh, Earl, you run yourself, Earl. You run yourself. Finger you hit me? Yeah, because you good. put your I'm finger you on me. I'm glad you hit me. That's right. You're here for one goddamn specific reason. What's that, Earl? To f us. Ah, you're <laughs> full of shit. You hit me, Earl. You put your finger That's on me. That's okay. I didn't. You ain't going to knock nobody on his ass. You do it again, and I'll knock you right in your nose. I didn't touch you. You pushed your finger. I did not. No, you're, you're lying. Goddamn you're lying. No, you are. You are lying. You're a big liar if you You are a liar, Earl. You are a liar. You are. <laughs> so that's Earl Weaver. By the way, this guy is 5'7 against about a 6'4 umpire just getting in That's his face. That's what I love. Oh. MLB managers, you don't see this really in any other sport. Uh, a manager or a coach really getting into it with the with the officiating crew the way MLB managers do. <laughs> because immediately when you're in a situation of balls and strikes or throwing out a batter after you've been warned, it's automatic ejection for the pitcher. And as soon as the manager comes out of the dugout, it's automatic, it's automatic ejection no matter what. Oh, yeah. Because it's so, you might as well go out there and get your two cents, two cents in. Yeah, you know, because you're already gone. So, 
why not have some fun with it and throw some curse words in there and uh, really get in the face and kick some dirt on the umpire. And That's one of my favorites. And honestly, it was one of those two where Earl Weaver, I didn't obviously know him because I wasn't alive, right. but I see him and his, his stuff lives on, his fights with the umpires. The best one I've ever seen consistently in Major League Baseball. Lupinella. Hands down, Lupinella. Yeah, he, hands down. He gets his money's worth. He goes out oh. there. The best all-time one, though, is the minor league manager, Phil Wellman, <laughs> in the Braves organization who went out there and covered up the entire plate with dirt, crawled, went over to first base, took first base, took second base, and then uh, crawled to the mound and picked up the rosin bag and threw it like a grenade onto the plate <laughs> and picked up the two plates and walked out through back through the bullpen doors, <laughs> left his hat on the field, just all out. I mean, it was a tirade. It was a tirade. It's it was funny hilarious. when, like you said, there's no going back. Some managers go over the top. They don't really don't give a shit. Lou Pinella one time got thrown out right when he ran out, took his hat down. His his iconic movement or his iconic movement, his iconic action was to take his hat, throw it in the ground, and kick it. Yeah, kick it as many times. You kick that motherfucker as many times as you can. And he also, one time, when he got kicked out, uh, I remember the video, I can't find it on YouTube, but he used to go to f- the first base bag, he would take it out of the ground, throw it down the first baseline, went back to that base, threw it farther down the first baseline, said F this, F that, threw his hat, kicked it a few times, kicked dirt on the umpires all the time when he was in Chicago, did that at third base one time. Hol- hilarious. One of the funniest we guys had, I've ever seen on as an MLB manager. When easily. I was in... Uh... I want to say I was in about fourth grade. We were in a CYC basketball game, and it was a it was a tournament game. I, I remember it was a tournament game. I don't know who we were playing. It was Ascension, St. Gabe. We were on whatever team that we were playing, though, their referees were from, like, that school. Mm-hmm. And these two old guys, I mean, I mean, they were nice. They were nice guys. But every one of our players, by the end of the, like, first half, had four fouls. Oh like, God. we were just I, – I, I had the ball. I was dribbling the ball up. And I, I stopped, and the kid like came to try to swat it out of my hand and like pushed me over, mm-hmm. and they called traveling on me. And I was like, what? <laughs> so anyway, at the end of the – I remember at halftime of the basketball game, our, our coach went over, and like I was sitting in the chair, like two chairs away from him, and I could hear him talking. He's like, hey, could you call the game like a little more fairly? Like some of these calls – you know, this is like fourth grade. Like mm-hmm. it's, nobody gives a shit. Right. And they start getting ignorant, and so he throws his notebook down and starts getting ign- in, into it with them. And they throw him out of the game, so he just picks up his chair and just chunks it onto the court <laughs> and walks out. Awesome. The, uh, awesome. the old Bobby Knight trick. Yeah, just take take the chair and throw it onto the court. I just think it's hilarious, man. Like, coaches, you, you know how passionate they are about their sports. Right. And the ones that can't handle themselves, like, it, not over the top with, like, fighting somebody, but, like, the funniest thing when they go off and, like, F this, F that is the funniest and best content you'll ever see on TV. Oh, yeah. you And I'm a total proponent for that, having them mic'd up. Having oh the umpires God, mic'd yeah. up during games. That would well, be so much fun. That's the thing where we talk about – we weren't going to talk too much about this situation, but the MLB, after this one you know, got leaked, wasn't supposed to be leaked, they're, they're wanting to take it off the internet completely is what oh, they're doing with this no video. Fun. So what I'm saying is – All like, right, no fun league. Yeah, right. All right, with, NFL. With the with the media doing you know a lot of different things this nowadays with like there's more cursing or bleeping out cursing, stuff like that, it's becoming more chill. You know what I'm saying? I don't understand why you can't keep this up. You know, why this would tarnish. First of all, it's already out there. It's been seen by millions. Right. So why take it away now 
because it makes you look just worse. Yeah, I'm not really sure what that's. Like, who cares? What benefit is it going to do now? Like, taking it down. Oh, you're going to take off the video of if, Randall Simon knocking down the Brewers uh, mascot whenever he's running during the race. You know, like like there's so many videos that are bad on YouTube already of things happening during games. But the fact that you have a guy mic'd up saying "f this, f that," why is that a problem? If anything, people want to watch Major League Baseball more because of this. I agree. They're not like criticizing, saying, "Oh, well, that's." That looks bad on MLB. It helps no. the content. Yeah. That's how it works. 314-877-8597, your favorite tirades. It can be in any sport because we might continue the discussion, but in baseball specifically, 314-877-8597, leave us a voicemail or tweet on the topic. All right, Nick, we now have our final segment, Think Quick Nick. Oh, yes, here we go. And I have All right. I have a surprise category All right. where Even I believe better. that you're going to hopefully hit – it out of the park. This is putting a lot of pressure on you. Oh, okay. I'll give you a little hint. As a Mizzou guy, okay. you should be able to knock this out of the park. You as, should. As a Mizzou guy? As a Mizzou guy, you should be able to knock this as question out of the park. Mizzou guy. Correct. Mizzou Why don't you go ahead and just let guy. that marinate for a second in your Mizzou brain. Okay, okay. Okay, ready see. to go? Yeah. All right. Your topic is the members of the Big 12 Conference. Go. The Big 12 Conference, Texas, Texas Tech, Kansas, Nebraska, K-State, uh, Iowa, Iowa State, KU. Did I say KU? You did not. Okay, KU, K-State, uh, Big 12, West Virginia, Colorado. Uh, I'm missing more in Texas. Texas, Texas Tech, Texas A&M. No, they're in SEC, duh. Mm-hmm. Um what else am I missing? You did pretty good. You did pretty good. Oh, now, I, did I say Iowa? I, am I, Colorado is in the Big 12 now, right? Yeah. This, Col- is, a, this is an old list then. Colorado, Colorado, this is an West older Virginia. list, but I do believe. Wait, so Colorado, West Virginia, Kansas, Kansas State, Iowa, Iowa State, Texas, Texas Tech. I said all those. Mm-hmm. That's eight. TCU. Oh, TCU has missing. TCU and Baylor is what I saw. And Baylor. That's the ones you missed. It was Baylor. I was. I think this is since 2012. Mm-hmm. I didn't have an updated list, but I. It's Baylor, Iowa State, Kansas, oh, Oklahoma, Kansas Oklahoma. State, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, TCU, oh, Texas, State, Texas so. Tech, West Virginia. So I missed. I missed Oklahoma State, Baylor, and TCU. And they have, they've added who since 2012? Colorado, Colorado, and West Virginia, and West Virginia. Okay, yes. well, why is West Virginia in here? I go. Oh, they added them in 2012, so they're already on here. Yeah, but Colorado was later. When Missouri and Texas A&M left, they added West Virginia, and because West Virginia was in. Big East, mm-hmm. I think. See, I kind of tricked you though. I threw you a little, a little curveball. I said, as Mizzou guy, you should know this, which is true because the Mizzou was in the yeah. Big Twelve for a long time. I don't know how I said Oklahoma, but not Oklahoma State. Because I wonder if you had SEC teams on your mind first. I wonder if that's no. I thought you were. I tried say, to throw I a little thought, bit of curveball. Say like name, uh, like a basketball roster or something. Oh like no, football, football, not that roster. tough yet. But I was gonna say like. You know, that would have been good though. Like, I think Big Twelve was going to get you because I thought you were going to be like, "Oh, SEC, like my conference." Like you should have said like 20, 2016 Mizzou basketball roster. That'd have been tough. Well, maybe that's that's next time. That Study up. That would have been tough. Study up. Maybe we'll do that next time. I got all- I got some good ones. Yeah. Like maybe we, I haven't really even touched the surface on this stuff. Like Cardinals rosters, like World Series starting lineups. You know, in like Game oh, Seven, God. Game Seven of twenty eleven or something like that. How cool that would be. Shit, that'd in be thirty hard. seconds, that'd be hard, real hard. I wouldn't be twenty eleven. I wouldn't do like I'm lineups think, like, like in order. I'd say like what position, who was at what position in twenty eleven. Oh man, I'm trying to think. Like, were Jim Edmonds and Scott Rowland on that team? 
Uh, ooh, I, I no. think that was 06. no, they weren't. It was, was it was John Jay, Alan Craig. Yeah, uh, and then you had who is their other outfielder? Obviously, in Yachty, Pujols. It was Alan Furcal. Craig. It was Alan Craig and left John Jay in center. Who was in right field that year? And Kurt, no, not center. No, that was a long time ago. Uh, oh my god, right field in 2011. Six. It was Spezio. 2011 right fielder. I have to come back to it. Third base was Freeze, obviously. Yeah. Second base was wasn't Colton Wong. No, no, it was like nobody because on the current roster right now, the only two left are Wayno and uh, and Yachty. Oh my god! From the eleven, for Cal was shortstop. I know that for a fact. For Cal was shortstop, second base. I keep thinking Grudzelana is Ronnie Belliard no six. I remember this is tough, man. I'm telling you, right field's gonna be is gonna hurt us though. I'm gonna say, let's say 2011. Like who is our closer in 11? Oh, was it Wainwright? Yeah, it was Wainwright. It was Wayno. World? No, he was a starter in 2011. He was 06 closer. He was 06 closer. It was Jason Mott who was the closer in 2011. Right, it was. He got the last out or the fly out to Alan Craig to win the series. The second baseman was Nick Punto. Nick Punto. That's that's a tough one. Terrio and Schumacher were the uh, the platoon guys. Cosmos on that team. What right field? Mark Hamilton. Don't even know who the hell that is. Berkman is Berkman was starting. Berkman was starting. That's who oh, it was. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. That's tough, though. But on that on that eleven roster, they also had Adron Chambers, who wasn't technically, I don't think, on the roster. Corey Patterson. Corey Patterson got a ring, even though he was he was tr- on the there was the trade deadline, mm-hmm. and then he was only actually up with the team for like a week. Really? Colby Rasmus got a ring that year. So did a- after uh, being traded. Octavio Dotel. Shane Robinson. Remember mm-hmm. Sugar Shane? Oh, I love Sugar Shane. Sugar Shane was cool. Wasn't uh, Brendan Ryan on the team? Did you already say him? No, Brendan Ryan wasn't on that team. He had been given away. Uh, oh, he was. He wasn't on the 2011 team. I'm telling no. you, man. It's things Ryan have changed Terrio a lot was. since that year. I mean, like just I like look, the, looking at that overall roster, that's like not that good of a roster. No, hell no. Like 20, P- 2006 wasn't. I mean, you had Pujols, Pujols and was, Yachty. Pujols but, was mean, great in 11 just because he was launching homers well, he's, left he, and right. That's when he was in his. I mean, 2006 yeah. he was at his peak too. But like he he was the guy oh. but you had Eckstein who people didn't like Belliard in 2006 Mikel Clado Reggie Sanders 04 Arthur Rhodes Mark Zepchinski. that that year of the Cardinals bullpen was insane cuz they had Zepchinski who they solely used Zepchinski to go against Ryan Howard mm-hmm. Prince Fielder and then uh, Josh Hamilton the old Russo one pitch out and you're out yeah, of the no, game because those yeah. three batters those were like three of the top 5 home run hitters that year and they only used Scrabble for those three guys, and he was like lights out against them. That's awesome. And they had Mitchell Boggs, who Mitchell up, Boggs. That's a name who, from the past. Yeah, Fernando Salas was probably on that team. I'm sure. Uh, let's see. It was Jake Westbrook, PJ Walters, Jake Westbrook. Yeah, what Eduardo a, Eduardo Sanchez, Salas. Yep, Salas is on that yeah, roster. Rhodes, say. Arthur Rhodes, Trevor Miller. Yeah, McClellan, Edwin Jackson, Dotel. Oh my God, Clado. Yeah, there were so many. Miguel Bautista. So many names you don't remember. Oh, I can tell you who half these guys are. We need to save this for the next show and make this a bonus pod. This is what we need to do. We're going to go through the entire thing making a bonus pod and then put Tony, it out the next Tony week. Tony Cruz was, was backing up. Yachty. See if he can name the entire starting lineups from every single World Series appearing team. Not even just winning. So it's Wait, one, what? I'm talking about the Cardinals making the World Series. Right. What teams or the starting lineups for each team. Like 2004... We can name like the main starting lineup for the 04 team, oh and then 06, God. and then 2011, and then 2012. No, 13. No, 2013. Correct. Yeah, those are the four they've been in. One, so, two, yeah. lost two. 
swept twice by the or were they swept in swept, 13? Swept in 04. Anyway, 314-877-8597. Get in on the historic Cardinals roster talk lineups for the former World Series champs uh, back in 26, 2006 and 2011, and also the appearances in 2013 and 2004. It'd be a fun uh, bonus pod. It'd be a fun little pod. Yeah. So make sure you follow us on Twitter at Balcony Bruce Pod. Same on Instagram. Search us on Facebook. You can and find YouTube. us And YouTube. Find us on Stitcher. Find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and also on Google Play. And tune in. We're just trying to cover the bases. Just everything. you got to subscribe. Soon Spotify one day. Someday. Whenever they want to be some bros. Someday, someday. Is that a song? No, it's One Day by Modest Yahoo. All right. It was the uh, used in the World Cup four years ago. Nice. I like that. You got a nice little jingle there. You got a decent voice, Nicholas. One day, one day. All right, that'll do it, guys. For Nick, I'm TJ. See you on Wednesday. Peace. 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 Bros on the balcony.